This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 230, uh, DC Marvel Solicitations for March 2015. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 230 of Comic Shenanigans. It's our uh, solicitations episode for March 2015. It's also technically being released on Christmas Eve or day. I'm not really sure when it'll end up going up, but I uh, wanted to make sure an episode was still going to be going up next week. Uh, with the flurry of Christmas shopping and, uh, and entertaining and Christmas dinners and all sorts of holiday stuff coming up, uh, I realized I just wasn't going to have time for what I was originally going to do, which was going to be either um, the next uh, Comic Talk Spotlight on What If, which at some point I would like to do with AJ Reese, or it was going to be an episode looking at a flashback about cross-chain comics from the early 2000s and I guess late 90s, technically. I think it was just the early 2000s. Anyways, that was originally the plan, uh, but uh, with the schedule just being too crazy and not having the time to kind of do the preparation I really want to be able to put into uh, doing those episodes. I decided to do something a little bit easier, which is the solicitations episode. Uh, this uh, I keep saying this might be the last one, but I do enjoy doing them, even though I know they're not the most popular episodes of the podcast, but I do think it's interesting just to kind of go through and, and look at what's coming out. And for me, like it's very easy when solicits are out to kind of gloss through it when you're reading it but i feel like when i'm actually going through on the podcast it allows me to kind of uh take a, a more of a in-depth look sometimes at what's actually coming up um so let's just jump right into it actually before i do if you ever need to email us you can email us at comic shenanigans at gmail.com like us on facebook rate and review us on itunes subscribe to us on itunes and post in our hd realm start as well also merry christmas to everybody and also happy hanukkah to those who celebrate hanukkah and um, I hope you all had great holidays and are getting lots of hero clicks or comics or comic-related paraphernalia or merchandise for uh, from your loved ones. Uh, or if you're not, just good, thoughtful gifts from your loved ones as well. Um, hopefully you're having a great Christmas. So from everyone here at Comic Shenanigans, which is mainly me, but also my, my various co-hosts and uh, also my wife, Merry Christmas to everyone. Let's talk about solicits. Uh, so I, as always, I go through the DC, well, DC and Marvel solicitations that are posted on Newsarama in terms of the um, the order. If you want to kind of follow along, uh, this is from March 2015. It's the last month before Convergence starts. Well, kind of. So you've got Convergence number one, uh, sorry, number zero, sorry, coming out April the first. It's an advanced solicit here, um, which makes sense because we got a sense of there's four weeks that they kind of advanced solicited all the uh, Convergence titles for. But there's five weeks in April, like five Wednesdays in April, so it's nice that now we're getting a sense of what, why that is and, and what it's going to look like. Um, Convergence Zero, written by Jeff Dan Jorgens and Jeff King, artwork by Ethan Van Skyver, so that's going to be a good one. Um, five covers on this one. Um, the solicitation is definitely interesting, and this is where it's all going to start, and Van Skyver's an excellent artist, and I really like Dan Jurgens. I think he's a great writer and a great artist, so I'm optimistic and, and, and hopeful about what this could be like. Uh, we have the last few issues, the last four, what, five issues of the New 52 Futures End, uh, was, as it ends in issue 48. Um, should be interesting. The artwork in these uh, particular issues is by uh, Patrick Zerker. I always like his work. Stephen Thompson, I'm not as familiar with. Scott Eden, I always like Scott Eden. Andy McDonald, I like his work, or her work. I think it's his work. And Patrick Zerker is now in, then ending it out as well. Um, you've got Batman Arkham Knight, um, which is 
It's an incontinuity prequel comic set prior to the events of the brand new video game, uh, Batman Arkham Knight, uh, written by Tomasi, so there's definitely some pedigree here. Uh, they've got the Batman Earth One Volume 2 hardcover by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank as they uh, finally uh, bring their sequel to the first Batman Earth One hardcover. Um, Multiversity has I be- its last two issues. We've got Ultra Comics, which I believe is a... I thought it was a re-solicit, but I guess not. Um, yeah, artwork by Doug Monk and uh, Christian Alame. And then Multiversity number 2, which is the end of the Multiversity storyline by with artwork by Ivan Reyes. Uh, which should be great. It's a big issue, 56 pages. Uh, it's coming out April 1st. It's a $6 book, definitely expensive. It's got, what, eight pages more than the previous issue, but it's a dollar more, so hopefully those eight pages are worth it. Uh, and then we have The End of Earth 2, World's End. Uh, the artwork in these ones is by a slew of artists. Uh, 22 is by Eddie Barrows, uh, Tyler Kirkham, Jorge Jimenez, and Eduardo Pensica, which is definitely a, a, a pretty interesting and and talented platoon of artists. Uh, 23 is by R.B. Silva, Tyler Kirkham, Cliff Richards, and Robson Roca. Uh, 24 is by Robson Roca, Eduardo Pensica, and Cliff Richards. And then 25 is by Robson Roca again, Tyler Kirkham, Cliff Richards, and R.B. Silva. And then the last issue has artwork by Eddie Barrows, Tyler Kirkham, Jorge Jimenez, R.B. Silva, Robson Roca, and Paolo Sequeira, uh, which should be interesting. And I think actually the last issue of Earth 2 Worlds End actually takes, uh, is actually released on April the 1st. It's technically an advanced solicit. And I believe the same is true of the last issue of New 52 Features End. Uh, so it's not technically in March. There's actually a lot of advanced solicits that are going to come up in today's uh, episode. Um, you have the last issue... Sorry, maybe it's not the last issue. You have an issue of uh, Earth, uh, Earth 232, which appears to not be the last issue, which is interesting, considering it kind of should be. Uh, you got Justice League 40, which um, is prologue to the upcoming Justice League The Dark Side War. Um, which should be great. I've actually been really digging this book since Jason Fabok just came on the book. Um, I love his artwork. He was so good about on Detective Comics, I think, recently. Then he was on some the first few issues of Batman Eternal. Um, he, his artwork just looks fantastic, so I'm super pumped about his run on Justice League with Jeff Johns. I think he just revitalizes um, uh, everything. Uh, and this is also the movie poster month, for those interested in the variants. I uh, got uh, Justice League United, still going somehow. Justice League Dark, again, still going somehow. A uh, new issue of Deathstroke by Tony Daniel. Uh, I'm really digging this. I'm interested to see what issue 5 is going to be like. So it's, it's the big throwdown with Batman, and then this issue 6 will be uh, examining what comes afterwards. Uh, Aquaman, um, seeing more about what's going on with the potential return of Aquaman's mother. I work by Paul Pelletier, and that variant cover with the Free Willy is hilariously awesome. Uh, sadly, the, la- the there's a lot of books ending this month, so one of them is Aquaman and the Others by Dan Jurgens and Lam Medina. It's too bad because I really dug this. I liked um, I liked it as an Aquaman book that wasn't just under the sea and not with ju- not just with the kind of the underwater politics, but instead looking at you know this team of kind of Atlantean artifact using misfits. Um, Constantine twenty three. Um, I, I, I don't care. I, I feel bad saying that, but I just haven't really... I read the first few issues, wasn't interested. I'm impressed it's at issue 23. Uh, issue 40 of Flash by uh, Robert Venditti and Van Jensen. Artwork is still by Brett Booth, which is I just not, not... It's not for me. Um, it looks like they're finally going to get Barry Allen out of the freaking Speed Force, which is that means he's going to be spending months in there. And I think it's just going on too long. 
Uh, I think it would be more interesting to take him off the board, not show anything about him, and then have him come back and, and then do like a one-issue kind of, this is what happened when he was gone. Uh, instead of doing this juxtaposition between him being stuck and the future kind of murderous version of him running around in the current universe. Uh, Green Arrow by Andrew Kreisberg and Ben Sokolowski. Uh, artwork by Daniel St. Pierre. Um, guest starring Batman. It's cool for those people who like uh, Green Arrow. Uh, Infinity Man and the Forever People is ending. I'm surprised it went on that long. Clarion ending with issue six. Again, I'm surprised it went on that long. Lobo continues by Colin Bunn, who's doing his best to make it an interesting book, although I think it's a bit of an uphill climb, but it could be a lot worse. Uh, Secret Six continues. I finally read the first issue. I didn't really like it, mainly because the artwork by Ken Lashley, I don't think, fit the tone. and I wasn't even sure what the tone was supposed to be. It just, I guess the problem is that everyone's so excited that you have Gail Simone writing a Secret Six book, and then you forget... Oh yeah, but it's the new 52 versions of these characters. It's not the characters we fall in love with. And they're somewhat similar at times, but they're also different. And it's just not the same. Uh, Justice League 3000 continues. Uh, as it looks like it's become more the bo- uh, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Fire and Ice show. Uh, Secret Origins 11 is ending. Uh, I like that this issue... Sorry, this issue. I like that this series existed. Oh, I think it could have been a little bit more interesting than the characters it picked although I guess it went with the safe choices to try and get sales I think the problem is also that it was overpriced um, you know 4 for an anthology of origin stories may not be the best price point I think they kind of priced it out of the market to be honest uh, New Suicide Squad continues by Sean Ryan and Rob Hunter I've actually enjoyed this so far so I'm interested to see where it keeps going uh, Star Spangled War Stories featuring G.I. Zombie number 8 Final issue, not a surprise. I was glad it existed because it was a different type of book, even though it wasn't quite something for me as a reader. I'm glad that it existed to give other types of readers or readers looking for something different um, a, a different opportunity or something else that they could give a shot. Uh, Teen Titans continues by Will Pfeiffer and Kenneth Rockefort. Um, Rockefort's artwork is all right. I just don't think that I like Will Pfeiffer's take on it. Uh, the first few issues, that just wasn't for me. A big part of it was the art, too, but it was more the writing. Uh, then you have the advanced solicit for the April 1st release of Teen Titans Annual. So if you're wondering what they're going to be releasing on April 1st, uh, it's the final issues of their weekly series, as well as these, some of these annuals, as well as Convergence Zero. Uh, it's by Will Pfeiffer and Tom King, by, artwork by Allison Borges. Um, more about Superboy returning to the team. Again, not really for me. Trinity of Sin is ending with issue 6. Um, I can't remember if we t- talked about it in episode 28 or not with A.J. Reese, but he, I think it might have been off uh, off uh, podcast, I'm not sure. But he made a comment about, you know, wasn't wasn't reading these when they were, uh, or they failed as solos, so of course they failed as a team book, but uh, it's kind of not a big surprise. Um, Mer- Wonder Woman number 40, written by Meredith Finch, artwork by David Finch. Um, it would appear that as I'm recording this today on the... Uh, 17th, I believe, of December. I think today's Wonder Woman apparently spoiled... Like They mentioned this character who's been kind of bred to take on Wonder Woman. Looks like they kind of spoiled who that was, and there's definitely of interest to people waiting for a certain character to show up. I'm not going to talk about it, because it is kind of a spoiler for that issue, but um, that is, I guess, going to be addressed, or still addressed in Wonder Woman 40. Um, on April 1st, you have the Wonder Woman Annual Number 1, um, which is still the Finches doing all the uh, most of the art and story. Although they also have Bat doing uh, art as well, so I don't know how much of the story he'll be doing. Uh, Superman 40 is going to have John Romita Jr. writing and drawing. 
which is, I think, a first, because I don't know if he's ever really written anything before. Um, should be interesting. Um, Action Comics 40, uh, Bizarro. Uh, st- there's going to be a Bizarro story by Greg Pak and Aaron Cooter. I'm interested to see what that's like. Uh, if it's going to be like the classic Bizarro or Bizarro, I don't know. Uh, Superman Wonder Woman 17 by Tomasi and Monk. Um, they're a good team, um, although not as good as Daniel was when he was illustrating the book. Um, I like these characters. I'm interested to see where they go with it. Definitely looks like there's a bit of a Kingdom Come feel based on the solicit. Uh, Supergirl, um, I've fallen off of this, and unless someone tells me it's really good, I'm probably going to stay away. World's Finest is ending with issue 32, which is the end of the secret history of uh, of Earth 2, um, which is kind of an interesting format, but definitely kind of takes away some of the immediacy and the fun of the World's Finest book. But I was glad that Paul Levitz had a place to write. Uh, Batman Eternal, um, which is ending in, well, obviously it's ending on April 1st with issue 52, so it's actually going the full year. Um, the artwork in this particular month will be by Fernando Blanco on, what, two issues, Alvaro Martinez and Raul Fernandez doing two issues, and then Paolo Sequeira and others doing the last issue of the series. Uh, Batman 40s by Scott Snyder and Greg Capuya, which is the finale of Endgame. Uh, you have the a bunch of minis, uh, sorry, one-shots tied into Endgame, which is Arkham Manor Endgame by Frank Thierry and Felix Ruiz. Uh, Detective Comics Endgame, written by Brian Bucciolato, artwork by Roger Antonia. Batgirl Endgame by Cameron Stewart and Brendan Fletcher on uh, Story, with artwork by Bengal. Gotham Academy Endgame, written by Clunan and Fletcher, artwork by Kershaw. So that's a lot of kind of uh, tie-ins. Um, I'm surprised Wonder Woman's still going, sorry, Catwoman's still going as well, but it continues. Uh, Batman Superman number 20 by Greg Pak and Artie and Seoff. The It's a good art team, not the greatest um, storytelling by Pak. I just don't think it's been his best work by any means. Uh, you got Batman Superman Annual number 2 by the same creative team that does the main series, uh, which will go on sale April 1st. Batgirl number 40. Again, I'm not. this isn't really a book that's for me, um, but uh, it's by Cameron Stewart, Brendan Fletcher, and Babis Tarr. Batman and Robin 40 by Tomasi and Gleason. Um, I, it's going to be interesting to see how they further develop the Robin character. As of the time I'm recording this episode, I haven't yet actually read the uh, final chapter of Robin Rises, um, but I'll be interested to, to read that. You have the final issue of Arkham Manor. Uh, apparently there's been a big kind of um, spoilers coming out recently about what's really going on here. Um, I'm surprised it only lasted six issues. Uh, Gotham Academy continues, um, so that's going to keep going. It's getting both a one-shot, and a regular issue. Uh, Gotham by Midnight. Again, I'm glad it exists to have another kind of uh, supernatural book. Um, obviously, they just set it in Gotham because it's a way of trying to sell it uh, or get more people to buy it. Uh, Grayson number 8 by Tim Seeley, Tom King, and Mikkel Yannan remains a really good book. I mean, as much as I don't like that this is where Dick Grayson is, like the previous issue, I think the issue 4 or 5 that just came out with The Desert, so good, so well done. Uh, a great kind of done-in-one story that plays into the, the larger story that's going on in this book. Uh, even though I, I would rather see Nightwing, they're at least doing a good job with it. Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws 40 by Lobdell and Derenick as it continues. Uh, Detective Comics 40 um, as it continues the Anarchy storyline by Manipal and Buccellato. Uh Harley Quinn continues. I just can't, I can't understand how this sells so well. I just don't have any interest in it. Uh, Batwoman's ending, which I really am surprised at. Uh, creative team is Mark Andreco and George Jonti. There is also a Batwoman annual by the same creative team going on, coming out on April the first. 
which it feels like almost like it's just an extra long um, regular issue that they threw into an annual for some reason. Uh, Green Lantern number 40 um, looks like they're, they're kind of spoiling more than I would like in this list, so I'm not even going to mention it. Um, now, what is interesting that we're seeing the end of both Green Lantern Corps, New Guardians, and Red Lanterns. That's a major culling. You go from having five books in the Lantern family to having two, as Green Lantern and Sinestro are the only ones to survive. It's kind of a surprise, although I'm sure we're going to see a relaunch of some kind post-convergence, depending on how that works. Uh, April 1st is also going to be the Sinestro Annual number 1 um, by Colin Bunn and Martin Coccolo. Uh Swamp Thing 40, I'm surprised that this is ending, by Charles Sewell and uh, Jesus Saez. Uh, just because I've heard a lot of good buzz about Swamp Thing, so I'm just shocked that it's actually ending. Um, and some of the digital stuff, I don't actually end up talking about it. There's like Batman 66, Mortal Kombat X, Aaron, sorry, Arrow Season 2.5, Flash Season 0, etc. Uh, the new issue, last, um, not the last issue, a new issue of Injustice Gods Among Us, but no longer with Tom Taylor. Instead, it's Brian Booth Gelato writing it. Uh, as he's doing the new issues of, uh, issues 11 and 12 of the year 3, of um, that particular title, etc., etc. Um, just going through some of the trades, there's going to be um, a hardcover collection of the new Batgirl by uh, Cameron Stewart and Brendan Fletcher, which I will definitely be taking a pass on. Um, there's going to be volume six of the hardcover for Detective Comics. I'll wait till it's in trade, but uh, that's the first art by Manipal and Bruchelato called Icarus, which I think is well worth getting. Um, there's the uh, Life Equation hardcover of Green Lantern, which I'm a little surprised about, just because it seems weird to have. As far as I, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm reading it wrong, but it looks like it's basically the Green Lantern chapters of Godhead, but nothing else. I could be wrong, and I hope I am. Um, the first trade of Harley Quinn by Amanda Connor, Jimmy Palmiotti is coming out. Uh, Dial H Deluxe Edition, which has all 15 issues of this particular Dial H. I actually don't know which Dial H that even is. Um, Etc. There's Gotham City Sirens Book 2, so that's pre-New 52 stuff, which I love seeing uh, reprinted. There's a Deadshot uh, trade paperback coming out as well. It's more along the same lines. Um, let's see what else we got. Deathstroke the Terminator Volume 1, which is collecting uh, some of the material from uh, Marv Wolfman's uh, take on Deathstroke from, I guess, the late 80s, early 90s. There's also the second trade paperback of the New Teen Titans, collecting the issues 9 to 16 of the Wolfman and Perez run. Uh, there's a hardcover for the 75th anniversary uh, celebration of Ju- Justice Society of America, although we have no idea what's inside. It's kind of frustrating when they do those kinds of solicits. There's a Superman vs. Darktide trade paperback, which is an interesting hodgepodge of various uh, um, showdowns between them in the past. And uh, that is DC. Uh, there's a few other things coming out, like there's... Um, it's a little confusing. There's Fables, Volume 21, Trade Paperback, which has issues 141 to 149. Um, may, maybe 150 is just going to be huge. I don't know why they wouldn't include it in that particular trade unless it's going to be almost trade length on its own. Um, let's move over to Marvel. Uh, just uh, just going to run through what's coming up for Marvel in March. It's the last month before Secret War. Uh, the first solicits are for the Princess Leia miniseries by Mark Wade and Terry Dodson. Uh, there's the first two issues coming out, $4 each. There's Darth Vader by Kieran Gillen and Salvador La Roca. Uh, that's a $4 book. Uh, Star Wars 3 by Jason Aaron and John Cassidy, uh, which will be a big release. Those are the big Star Wars uh, series that they're running out of Marvel now. Um, there's the Black Vortex storyline continues at Marvel, which is crossing over between all-new X-Men, 
Uh, Guardians team up. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 25, Nova 28, uh, Legendary Star-Lord number 10. Um, so there's just a lot going on, and I think that's not even the end of it. So there's just so many titles it's crossing through. Um, I, yeah, I'm just surprised. I'll probably get the, the hardcover to get the digital code of this. I don't know if I'm going to buy all the issues or not. I might just read your friends. I don't know. I wanna, just because I'm not, I am really torn about it. All new Hawkeye number one. I'm probably going to pick this up by Jeff Lemire and Ramon Perez. Not sure about Ramon Perez being maybe the right fit. Uh, I believe he did what uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 1.1. and then 1.2, 1.3. The Learning the Crawl storyline basically. His artwork had a bit of a throwback feel. I hope it doesn't feel like that. I'll have to see what this is like um, and to see if it's worth kind of reading. I hate that everything's all new. Whatever. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad number one. I cannot believe this is actually going to be a mini series, but all the more power to Disney, I guess. Uh, Howard the Duck number one by Chip Zarsky and Joe Quinones. Um, don't know the creative team. I can't imagine I'm actually going to pick this up. Um, it looks like it's going to be um, an ongoing and not a mini series, which is a surprise because I feel like it kind of says six issue mini series all over it. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll do really well. Uh, Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man number 11, having Doctor Doom involved. Um, this remains a great book by Benison Marquez, although I wonder how long it's going to last if the Ultimate Universe is actually potentially coming to a, a close relatively soon. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 number 10 with by Peter David and William Slinney. Looks like um, as of last issue, Miguel will be back in his timeline, which kind of ends the whole fish-out-of-water storyline, which is too bad because they were just kind of getting that started and then Spider-Verse happened and now he's going to be back in the future. It's kind of makes the book kind of feel very disjointed. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 16. Now, it looks like for the next few months, uh, instead of having two issues set in the current continuity, well, we are still getting that kind of, but we're getting the main book, and then we're going to get 16.1, uh, 17.1, 18.1. As far as I know, that's how it's going to go. The point ones are going to be written by Jerry Conway, artwork by Carla Barberi, and it's more about uh, the Wraith, which is Police Captain Yuri Watanabe. Um, and the main book will continue to be done by Dan Slott and I guess Christos Gage, which is a shame. And it looks like as of this month, at least, uh, Humberto Ramos is back on the book illustrating it. Um, Silk number two by Robbie Thompson and Stacey Lee. Um, we'll see what that's like. Um, I, again, I feel like that's got to be a short-lived book, but uh, it'd be nice to see it last longer. But that and Spider-Gwen, like, it's. I'm really glad that they're really trying to make all these you know, spider or just female-driven books at all, I just feel like it's probably not going to last long. And maybe I'm just being really negative and, and not optimistic at all, but I just think that the sales may not be there and they're not going to support the books long enough. Uh, so I feel like you're going to get maybe one arc of each of these books. Same thing, of, same as thing I think is true of Spider-Woman, um, which got further screwed by having the first three issues being part of Spider-Verse and then kind of being thrown on its own for something else. Uh, it's by Dennis Hopeless and Javier Rodriguez. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man special. Probably going to take a pass. They keep doing these specials where they're kind of like annuals, basically, the way that they pitch them. Uh, but these specials that kind of uh, dovetail between uh, this and a, a few other books. This one's going through Inhuman and all the new Captain America. Um, probably going to take a big pass, especially for a $5 special. No thanks. Um, then you got Marvel Universe Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warriors. Um, adapted by Joe Caramagna. Uh, Marvel Universe Avengers Assemble Season 2, Number 5, also adapted by Joe Caramagna. 
Uh, which is apparently against Mojo, which is kind of an interesting take because Mojo doesn't usually go up against Avengers. He usually goes up against X-Men. Uh, there's Marvel Universe, Guardians of the Galaxy number two, also adapted by Joe Caramagna. Um, Guardians 3000 number six. Uh, I'm actually really dug in this book so far. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, the most recent issue kind of introduced the uh, the current version of, or not current, the future version of Nova, which is, I guess, a descendant from Richard Ryder. Very cool. Written by Dan Abnett. Artwork by Gerardo Sandoval, um, who has a very kinetic style. I really kind of dig this book. Uh, Rocket Raccoon number nine. Surprised it's not tying into Black Vortex, but at least they're letting uh, Scott Young kind of do his own thing. Although Jacob Parker's doing the art, so I'm a little sad we're not having more Scott Young artwork. Um, you have Nova Annual number one, which is uh, Nova turning to Doc Green for help with his helmet. Should be cool. Uh, Jerry Dugan and David Baldian are the creative team. Um, Angela Asgard's Assassin uh, continues by Kieran Gillen, Margaret Bennett, Phil Yemenez, and Stephanie Hans. Uh, I have not read the first issue yet, but I hope it's good. I mean, Phil Yemenez is a great artist, and Kieran Gillen is a bit of hit and miss, but I think it has potential. Uh, Captain Marvel 13 by Kelly Sue DeConnick and David Lopez. It's never quite been worked for me that well. It's kind of a weird book, but I'm glad that it exists. Uh, Dark Tower, The Trying of Three, House of Cards number one by P- Robin Firth and Peter David, artwork by Piotr Kowalski. Um, so I didn't even know that these Dark Tower miniseries were still happening. I collected a lot of them for a while, and then I just kind of fell out of touch with it. Uh, maybe just because uh, the style, the art style was always kind of the same. It was, a lot of them were by uh, Jay Lee. Um, at least Richard Eisenhoff was doing the, uh, the colors at the time to give it more vibrancy. Uh, Thanos vs. Hulk number 4 by Jim Starlin, written, by Jim, written and illustrated by Jim, Jim Starlin. Um, I really enjoyed issue 1. It was kind of fun, so I'm interested in seeing this new issue. Uh, Uncanny Avengers number 3. Um, sad that they had to relaunch this, and it looks like we're looking at Counter-Earth, or at least one of the versions of Counter-Earth that exists in the Marvel Universe. By recommender Daniel Acuna. Recently, Daniel Acuna has really impressed me, so hopefully he'll continue to do so, and this will be a, a good read. Uh, new Avengers 31 and 32. Um, as I guess, uh, you know, time is running out and I'm surprised we're getting two issues of new Avengers, but it's only two more months and then it's all, it's all over. Uh, Avengers 42 and 43, same thing. Hickman writing both, but Stefano Caselli doing artwork on these particular issues. Um, Avengers World 18 continues the before time runs out kind of bridge story to show how certain characters got to where they were at the beginning of time runs out. Uh, Secret Avengers issue 14 continues Alice Cott's storyline with Michael Walsh. Secret Avengers remains a, a really fun gem. I really dig this book, and I hope it continues to be as entertaining and engaging as it has been so far. Um, all new Captain America number 5 by Remender and Imminent. Um, the idea of Planet Hydra is definitely interesting. Um, so far, Imminent's really nailing it on this book, so I'm excited to see what this is like. Shield number four by Mark Wade and Chris Sparrows with um, Invisible Woman working for Shield here. That sounds like it could be a, f- a fun story. I mean, hell, it's Mark Wade, so really, what's not to love? Uh, Captain America and the Mighty Avengers um, by Al Ewing and Luke Ross. I'm reading the the, the solicitation just makes me shake my head in one in wonderment. Um, Thor continues issue six, and it looks like. It's, they're still asking the question of who is Thor, which makes me worry that they're still dragging it out at issue 6 by Jason Aaron and Russell Dowderman. In uh, Humans 13, continues Sewell's story. Um, I, I feel like no one's really been following this. Like I feel like there's been no buzz, no discussion on Human, which is a shame. I mean, that being said, I haven't really read it either. I feel like I've just kind of missed out on it. You had the issues by um, Joe Mad 
and they weren't coming out that frequently or it didn't feel that way. It felt like they were getting late. And then Ryan Stegman jumped on board, and now you have Andre Lima Arahu. Um, yeah, I just feel like this book just kind of lost any kind of momentum that Marvel tried to have after the events of, in- of Inhuman. Sorry, Inhuman. Uh, after Infinity that led into Inhumanity, which is about a year ago. Uh, Superior Iron Man six, number 6 by Thomas... I don't know why Tom Taylor is now um, solicited as Thomas Ray Taylor, but I guess it's that's the name he's going by now. Artwork by Laura Braga, who I don't even know. Um, interesting cover. Definitely interesting. Um, we'll see where this goes. I'm not really sure about, about this book. Uh, the fact that he somehow is the only one to not be reset in terms of mindset after uh, Axis, or at least that's the way it seems. I don't know how I feel about that. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, number three. Yet another female-led solo book, which I'm impressed by. Uh, Operation Sin, number three of five, by Catherine Eminen and Richard Ellis. Considering Peggy um, Peggy Olson's story. Say Peggy Olson. What, am I talking about fucking Mad Men? Uh, Peggy Carter. Jesus. How tired am I? I know I've been sick and tired, but holy crap. Uh, Avengers Magazine, number one, which is interesting that it's free. It's celebrating uh, Avengers. It's celebrating um, you know Jack Kirby, John Buscema. Uh, it's timed for the release, upcoming release and imminent release at this point in March of um, the May 1st release of Age, Avengers Age of Ultron. You can also get a keepsake edition with the cover by Jack Kirby. Uh, if you don't want it for free, you can also pay $10. So, you know, whatever. Um, you have Marvel's Ant-Man Prelude number 2, which is uh, the prelude to the upcoming movie. You have Ant-Man number 3 as uh, Scott Lang gets his own comic because he has a movie coming out soon. Uh, Deathlock. Um, has a, a new issue by Nathan Edmondson and Mike Perkins. I'm really take, liking the take on Deathlock so far. Um, Loki has a new issue. And it looks like we're going to be having more of a focus on the, a future version of Loki by Al Ewing and Lee Garbutt. Uh Moon Knight 13 continues uh, by Colin Bunn and Ron Atkins as a, kind of a new um, team is on place after uh, issue 12. Uh, I guess Brian would leave in the book. Uh, Iron Fist Living Weapon number 10 I, I'm really sad I kind of lost track of this book at some point but uh, at some point I would like to jump back on with Kari Andrews both writing and drawing still uh, Hulk number 12 and 13 by Jerry Dugan and Mark Bagley um, really digging the whole Omega Hulk storyline and with uh, Doc Green so I'm really interested to see more of this uh, Bucky Barnes Winter Soldier number 6 by Alice Cotta and Marco Rudy this just hasn't been for me I haven't enjoyed the first few issues I I, I try to have an open mind, but it just hasn't been an, a, a series that feels like it's for me. Uh, Punisher 16 by Edmondson and Garads. I'm surprised this series is still going, but I feel like maybe they know when it's going to end because it's still kind of telling this long-form storyline that all started with issue one. Uh, Fantastic Four 644 as we're leading up to the last issue, uh, which I think is April, I'm not sure, by James Robinson and Leonard Kirk. Um nice to see the FF back in their slightly modified red, uh, blue costumes again. Um, you have Old New Ghost Rider 12, and it definitely makes it sound like it's gonna it's almost over, but we'll see. By Felipe Smith doing writing and art. Um, Black Widow 16 by Edmondson and Noto, as it continues to be just a fantastic take on Black Widow. Uh, Daredevil 14, now it's so sad that apparently we're going to be um, ramping up into the final storyline for Mark Wade and Chris Omni. It's too bad because this book has just been um, an absolute joy. As long as this, I mean, ever since Mark Wade relaunched Daredevil with the last volume, it's been great. But once he had Chris Omni jump on board as his uh, artistic storyteller, it's just been kicked up, kicked up an extra notch. 
So I'm really sad that they're going to be ending soon. Uh, Miracle Man 16, Miss Marvel 13 continues to be a great book. Um, as I said last time uh, on our last Solicits episode, really excited that Takeshi Miwazawa is, is doing the art. Great take on, uh, he's just got a great artwork um, style. So I'm really excited to see what his uh, take on Miss Marvel looks like. Uh, Return of the Living Deadpool, Magneto. Surprise this issue is the series is still going. I kind of thought it would end after Axis. And it definitely sounds like Genosha is going to be back to being kind of this haven for mutants, maybe. Uh, Spider Man of the X Men by Elliot Kalan and RB Silva. Uncanny X Men by 33. It looks like uh, things are really going to be happening uh, in the Summers family. Uh, this is by Bendis and McCullough. Wolverines, the weekly series continues with artwork by Peter Wynn, Jonathan Marks, Aurelia Cristan. Tina and uh, Ario Andito, or sorry, and Andito was the all the artist uh, doing all the story. Sorry, the art and Charles Sewell and Ray Fox doing all the story for those four issues of Wolverines, which I'm not sure is a great idea for a book, but whatever. I mean, we'll see if them doing a weekly actually works. I'm sure it will, but I don't know if it will be that interesting or engaging as a story. Uh, Storm hits issue nine, which is impressive. Uh, Cyclops hits issue eleven by John Lehman and Javier Garon. Uh, Deadpool has two issues by Jaron Dugan and Brian Bersain. Salvador Espen doing uh, the art. Uh, Amazing X-Men 18 continues the and ends the Once in the Future jug- Juggernaut storyline by Christopher Yost and Jorge Vornes. Uh, X-Men 25 con- has uh, G. Willow Wilson um, con- writing a story with Roland Boshi on art. Uh, Nightcrawler, I'm glad it continues, but I feel like it's got to end at some point. Um, oh wait, maybe it is. Or maybe it's not ending, but Claremont and Knock are ending. I'm, I'm not sure, because it looks like uh, it's the finale of Chris Claremont and Todd Knock's Uninterrupted Nightcrawler Saga. Which is interesting that they say uninterrupted, because I guess it's kind of putting a beat on the point that they're, they will have put out 12 issues in a row together without having a fill-in artist or a fill-in writer. So which is, in this ba- day and age, sadly, something to take note of. Um, I'm excited for that. And then there's uh, Powers Number 4 by Bendison and Oming. And then you have the Men of Wrath J paperback with the five issues by Jason Aaron and Ron Garney. And that's coming out in April. Uh, collected editions. So you have the um, the original uh, kind of comic adaptation of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. As an, it's being republished as a hardcover original graphic novel. Uh, by it's written by Roy Thomas and artwork by Howard Chaikin. Uh, there's the Star Lords, sorry, Star Wars Legends Epic Collection: The Empire, uh, collecting a variety of old material. Uh, all in one giant volume. It's uh, 440 pages for $35 uh, with a, a, a host of artists and writers from, I guess, throughout the Dark Horse era. Um, all kind of put in together. I think this is going to be selling like gangbusters, these Star Wars epic collections. Being able to kind of take all this stuff and chronologically put it in order is kind of a great idea. Taking stuff that was published throughout all these different years and, and just making it happen. I think this could be really a popular line. There's the Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars Battle World box set slipcase, five hundred dollars. Uh, you get uh, a ton of material. You get an eleven volume box set. Um, most of the stuff I don't think I have any need for. I have an omnibus, and there's some of this stuff is interesting. You have um, like I mean, you got t- eleven trade uh, hardcovers here. You got um, Super Wars 
Marvel Super Heroes Secret Wars to Battle World and Back Premier Hardcover. Marvel Super Heroes Secret Wars Premier Hardcover. Thing Battle World Premier Hardcover. Secret Wars Volume 1 Hardcover. Volume 2 Hardcover. Volume 3 Volume 4. Marvel Super Heroes Secret Wars Aftermath Premier Hardcover. Secret War Premier Hardcover. Beyond the Secret Wars Hardcover. Marvel Super Heroes Secret Wars Behind the Scenes Premier Hardcover. That is a lot of Secret Wars goodness. I just wish I didn't already have most of it. Uh, Deadpool by uh, Pusain and uh, Dugan uh, Oversized Hardcover Volume 2 uh, Annihilation Conquest Omnibus mm, Kind of want this I mean, I didn't get the first one Only because I have the three hardcovers That make up basically what's in that omnibus So I was like, well I don't have any need for this I have these slimmer hardcovers that are a little bit easier to read And they're just gorgeous um, But now that Conquest is coming in a hardcover it really makes me rethink things, especially because it has like the first twelve issues of the Nova series as well. Like, that's a lot of material. Um, I'm really considering this, but it, if I get this, I feel like I have to go back and get the first one. I don't think I can have the second omnibus without the first one, even though I have it in a different format. So, if anyone wants some hardcovers of Annihilation that are out of print, come talk to me. That being said, I'm not looking to make a great deal. I just, I mean, I'd make a good deal for someone. I just I want to have enough. To, to buy the uh, the uh, the omnibus that I am basically trading it in for. Um, next up, we have uh, the Superior Iron Man Volume One Infamous Hardcover with the first five issues. Marvel Masterworks: The Fantastic Four Volume Seventeen. Uh, the Marvel Superhero Secret Wars Activity Book Think Simile Edition, which apparently is um, I don't know what this is. It's a replica collection of tie-in coloring books, sticker albums, and stamp books. I guess from back in the day. I don't even know. I kind of want to see this. Uh, just to see what it's like. Uh, there's a Weird World weird world trade paperback. I know nothing about this. But I hear a lot of people talking about it. So maybe I'll pick, pick this up and give it a shot. It's by uh, Doug Monch. Um, Skull the Slayer trade paperback. Again, I don't know anything about this either. There's, I'm always excited to read stuff I've never read. Um, Avengers Ultron Unbound. Which collects Avengers uh, West Coast 89 and 91, Annual Number 8, and then a Vision miniseries from 1994. I, I kind of want to read this, but I feel like the price is a little much because I'm more in it for the West Coast Avengers issues and less in it for the um, the unrelated, well, at least I think it's unrelated, Vision miniseries from 1994. Uh, then there's the Vision Yesterday and Tomorrow trade paperback by Jeff Johns and Roy Thomas. Uh, really, all it is is a Jeff Johns. Uh, 2002 Vision miniseries, uh, and then also an issue, the first issue, I believe, of uh, the Vision by Roy Thomas. Uh, the, a lot of this is obviously just getting ready for the movie. Uh, I mean, the fact that you have an Avengers trade paperback with Ultron in the name, uh, a Vision trade paperback, considering he's going to be in the movie. You have a Scar- uh, Avengers Scarlet Witch trade paperback, which is a, a weird collection of random stuff that Scarlet Witch has been in over the years, which makes you realize she hasn't been in much on her own. Um, and that's ma- mainly by Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, although there's a lot of other artists, sorry, writers incl- who have written things in this book as well. Um, there's Avengers Everybody Wants to Rule the World original prose graphic novel. Um, sorry, original prose novel, sorry, by Dan Abnett with a cover by John Cassidy. Um, I didn't mention, I think it may have been... Last month, where the Quicksilver got a, a trade paperback that was solicited, that I'm super pumped for. Um, you have the Wolverines' first five issues of a, of a weekly series. Come on, Marvel. I mean, $16 for this trade paperback, I guess it's an okay deal. I feel like just wait a little longer and then just have more materials crammed in. 
And then there's Moon Knight trades, Captain America, FF, Captain Marvel, Nova, Elektra, Skulls Must Die, The Complete Skull Kill Crew, Damage Control, Deadpool Classic Companion, The Complete Alien Costume Saga Book 2 of Spider-Man, Hulk, per- Hulk Future Imperfect, Trade Paperback New Edition, etc. So that is everything from Marvel for March. Thank you for joining me again. Merry Christmas, everybody. And we will catch you next time with episode 232, which may or may not be released on New Year's. Bye-bye.